0: Thank you for clapping. I didn't even ask for applause and you did that. That's so very, very kind of you. Andrew, how's your day? Day's good, getting better every moment. Is that a lie? No. Did you know this is optional? You're not allowed to lie in the Kennedy Center. That's true, that's the fact. Did you know that this is optional? Wait, what? Being here is optional. So the fact that you all came here by your own choosing to my knowledge that means so much so thank you for being here this is an optional exercise and thank you thank you thank you i have nothing but gratitude and joy that you're here and i've been lying to my kid so i i have children this is not about children i promise and if you hate children good for you and if you love children we're on the same page but i'm trying to make this inclusive for anyone anyways i try not to lie to the kid right but the kid is four right And so sometimes you want to have the kid do things that they maybe don't want to do, right? So the kid just had his tonsils out, right? That's not fun for anyone, especially at four years old. So I'm lying to them because I'm trying to say some things are mandatory. It's mandatory to drink water. It's mandatory to eat your ice cream. It's mandatory to take your medicine. But that's a lie. He doesn't actually have to do any of these things, and he kind of knows it. But now he's in pain and he doesn't understand consequences because he's four right four-year-olds don't understand how consequences work so i'm lying to them i'm saying this is mandatory ladies and gentlemen nothing in the world is mandatory it is all optional it took me a very very long time to realize that everything is optional and i feel like most adults don't know everything is optional You, you should pay taxes you don't have to you should pay your mortgage or rent. You don't have to. You just don't wanna face those consequences if they don't. My entire goal as a parent is to raise someone that doesn't base their entire identity around the idea of someone telling them that they can't do something or they shouldn't do something. Because that's not true. You could do anything in the entire world that you ever want to do that are just consequences. Does this make sense? Fantastic, he gets it. So. My entire goal tonight is for you to have a fun experience, this optional fun experience, and to have a good time. The other goal is to remind people why I named this show You, Me, Them, Everybody. Now, does anybody know what that is from? Fantastic. You, Me, Them, Everybody is from a movie, a little known movie, it's a prequel to the hit television show, The Bear. It's called The Blues Brothers. (laughs) Now in The Blues Brothers, there are two fellas, they're not actually brothers, but they're fellas and they sing and dance and they have fun with their friends and they go all around the Midwest, not all really, just basically Chicago that area, that makes more sense, and they don't like one group of people. Do you guys remember the one group of people that the Blues Brothers aren't really a fan of? It's not the police, it's not the people they owe taxes to, it's one specific group. Andrew, do you know who the Blues Brothers are not a fan of?
1: I can't remember, is it parents?
0: Not parents. I I feel like our our first guest of the evening knows exactly what I'm talking about. Who do the Blues Brothers not like? Illinois Nazis. Now, I've been doing this show for six years, and those guys weren't really in the news 16 years ago, but things have changed. So I'm very glad the name of this show is You, Me, Them, Everybody, and there's one group of people we are not fans of, and that is? Fantastic. So that's the premise of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. Andrew's going to be here all night. Coming to the stage is a wonderful person. She's the co-host of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Allison Lane, everybody. Andrew, play her on. Doesn't matter what I say or do, I'm always
2: number two. No one knows how hard I try. Because I'm just Ken, where else I'd be a 10. Is my destiny to live a life
0: of blonde fragility? Andrew, that could not have been better.
3: Blonde fragility?
0: Is that an, that's an original from Andrew Bucket? Was it? What is you haven't seen the Barbie movie. I have movie. not seen. I know the Barbie Neither movie. Neither have I. What is a Barbie? Go ahead. Well, from what I know, it's a doll. Fantastic. Andrew will be here all night. Allison, how are you?
3: Well, confused now, but... That's how
0: it's supposed to be. I talk way too fast. Here we
3: are.
0: Allison, since I've seen you last, you uh, I'd say a pretty big event happened in your life. Yeah. What is that event?
3: I saw Beyonce Giselle Knowles.
0: Now, who is that?
3: Thank you, all. Thank you, all.
0: That's I'm shake. assuming that was both for me are.
3: and for Beyoncé Giselle Knowles. Yeah, um, she is an American superstar. Um, is Beyoncé global queen?
0: Is Beyoncé the most important American superstar right now? Serious question. P- serious question. Serious question. I believe so. Okay, who's the number two?
3: I don't know. I don't care about number two. Fair enough. Ay.
0: Was it worth your time? Was it worth your money? How was the experience as a whole?
3: You know, it was it was incredible. So I think, as you know, we're talking about parenthood and choices and all that other sure. lovely, great things. I think um, seeing Beyoncé Giselle Knowles as an adult black woman and spending my adult black woman money and choosing to spend my adult black woman money on joy, and, you know, it really rekindled, like... Um this feeling of healing a, a part of my childhood that I did not expect it to. Really? Which was really crazy. I remember we were well, we were I remember it was literally three days ago. I remember three days ago. Lots of um, stuff happened. So, you know, we're sitting in the car and I'm just so anxious. And I don't know, you know that feeling that you get on Christmas morning when you're like seven years old sure. and you're like oh my god that man that breaks into my house and steals my cookies and gives me presents did he show up that's how i felt about seeing beyonce
0: that's amazing right i I've didn't think anyone could have that type of experience at a football stadium
3: yeah in the rain
0: yeah okay so you were there on sunday night, sunday not, night. not the best weather situation
3: perhaps not
0: how was the fedex field of it all
3: the fedex field is so embarrassing <laughs> who runs that who is the mayor of FedEx Field? There's How an, embarrassing. There's a new fella
0: named Josh. People are very happy Josh about Josh. Josh was
3: there. I, I was going <laughs> to I'm not going to say the basketball player I thought it was. It's Magic Johnson? Yes, Magic Johnson's part yeah. of it. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal, that's baseball, right? Nope.
0: Shaq's a okay. <laughs> Shaq. A Shaq. Basketball, Shaq was busy right. last weekend at Lollapalooza. He's a DJ.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Shaq Diesel. A wrestler as well.
0: He has, been wrestled, he has wrestled in WWE and AEW. He's so talented. He's an incredibly talented man. So
3: talented. Yes. So the second, number two pop star in America. One is Beyonce.
0: Number two is Shaq. Shaq. Of course. Fantastic. Okay. (laughs) How long was the show?
3: Two hours.
0: Is that too little? Is that too much? Is that the perfect amount?
3: Possibly. I don't know if I could spiritually handle anymore. I was very exhausted from being excited.
0: Why did you want to see this particular tour? Beyoncé's been touring for 20 years. This was your first experience. You could have gone to other dates. Why did you wait until now? Renaissance. Why is... Renaissance
3: is such a beautiful concept. I think that like this evolution of seeing her really come into her adulthood and still be a pop star, and then like as a person in her late 30s, it's really nice to see somebody changing into something else. And it kind of was a great reminder that you can still do anything you want to do. Even be on the you know, at the Kennedy Center on a Wednesday. That's beautiful. Which is nice. <laughs> that is
0: beautiful. <laughs> Are you going to try to see any other dates on the tour? Is this worth changing your life to try to follow a performer?
3: Fortunately, yes. Oh, um, really? So here's the problem. The real reason I'm here, you said choices again, is hopefully uh, there's a sugar daddy in the audience. Fair. because. Uh, Beyonce tickets are very very expensive yeah very expensive Uh, the least expensive you know tickets that I can find that are left the United States are I think in Omaha Nebraska okay so sugar daddy if you would like to give me $600 to go see Beyonce in Omaha Nebraska floor seats this time that would really bring a wonderful feeling to have you been to Omaha I don't even know what that is fair
0: enough Andrew have you been to Omaha
1: no, but I'm wondering if what there's an that? opportunity here to maybe follow her in the tradition of like the Grateful Dead. Yes. To yeah. follow Beyonce, yeah. you could sell grilled cheese sandwiches in the parking oh. lot and sort of uh, maybe.
3: Mm. How did many anybody grilled have cheese sandwiches can you sell for Beyonce tickets? Well, y- if many? you sell them
1: for three dollars a piece, oh. how many is that? Like seven yeah, hundred. Yeah, about seven hundred. Yeah.
3: Oh. Is that doable? That's easy. <laughs> Why did I think of that? Who needs it? Forget it, sugar daddy, go away. You live in Washington. Everyone
1: can quit their jobs, follow (laughs) Beyonce, follow Taylor Swift, and life on the road in a sort of, you know, great American adventure.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that seems safe and fun.
3: That's a good idea.
0: Now, you live in Washington, D.C. proper.
3: Yes. The Washington
0: Commanders do not play in Washington, D.C. proper.
3: They don't. FedEx
0: Field is relatively far away. How was getting home? How was getting to the show?
3: It was a nightmare. Fantastic. It was a nightmare. How
0: long did it take you to travel? So many traffic. 10 miles. Two hours? That seems unreasonable. Yeah. Did you think about walking? Would that have been better?
3: I actually considered jumping out of the car.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. How was the ride home?
3: Fine. I was happy on I was high on Beyonce.
0: What could have changed could have you anything. to not have a good experience?
3: Uh Beyonce not playing. Yeah, that would have been a good Honestly. There's a meme going around right now that says if you got struck by lightning, would you be like they're happy at the Beyonce show? And I was like, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I could have been struck by lightning.
0: Best show you've ever been to? No. What's the best show you've ever been to?
3: Don't know, but it's still not the best one.
0: Andrew Bucket, <laughs> what is the best show you've ever seen? The best show the best ever. The best show you've ever seen. Oh uh, man. Um,
1: Uh, I saw Pavarotti when I was 10. I I don't know
0: if you're making a joke right now. No. Was it here?
1: No, it was at, uh,
0: where would that have been? Maybe the,
1: oh, what is now Cap One Arena, I think. Oh, Oh, really?
0: really? Uh Where's your sister with you?
1: No, she wasn't born yet, but I actually met George H.W. Bush at the Pavarotti concert. Really? Yeah, he was walking out, he was leaving the uh, arena. This was actually the makeup date for him and the Prime Minister of Japan after he threw up in his lap. The Shinso Abe Yeah, this was his I'm sorry gesture. as He was like, well, how about Pavarotti? And the Prime Minister of Japan was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah.
3: That's so kind.
1: If somebody brought you to a Pavarotti concert that threw up in your lap, you'd probably forgive them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Eh.
0: You remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. How? That's like 30 years
3: ago.
1: Yeah, but I was 10. You have like consciousness.
3: Fair enough. I don't yeah. remember. Oh, 10? That's not. That's very impressive. That's super impressive. You must eat your vegetables. Uh
0: Did you ever want to sing opera? Because
3: didn't your sister become an opera singer? She did, yeah.
0: And she is an opera singer. Mm -hmm. And Pavarotti, unfortunately, is no longer with us, so she cannot enjoy the vocal stylings of Pavarotti. Yeah, yeah. To my knowledge,
1: what does she like him? Yeah yeah sure
0: (laughs) she thinks he's great (laughs) that's cool hey you ever see paparazzi i did not do you feel like you missed out on something a lot
3: actually i feel like i have at this point especially post vomit yeah that sounds like a great tour
1: i think all concerts should be have sort of a a history of vomit before
3: did you ever vomit at a show
1: at a show yeah
0: no during a show after after a show because you had too much fun not enough fun no it's from the performance (laughs) yeah just not good (laughs) i get that i've had that you
3: um Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't oh, remember yeah. yesterday, so yeah, maybe. That's fair enough.
0: But you okay. remember two days ago, three days ago, which means Beyonce was good. Amazing. Fantastic. Best perf- uh, best song on the show?
3: Best song on the show was I Care. It's so good. Yeah. How it's was Break so My Soul? Good. Break My Soul was incredible.
0: That's my four-year-old's favorite song.
3: Your four-year-old is so dope. Yeah. All right. Coming to the stage,
0: he's also my four-year-old's favorite song. He's uh. <laughs> that's a horrible, tr- horribly honest transition. Jason, you around? <laughs> Fantastic. Come into the stage. He's our friend and soon to be yours. Play him on, Andrew Bucket. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jason Dick, everybody. Jason. How are you? Sit there.
2: you. You and me, we come from different worlds. (laughs) You like to laugh at me when I look at other girls. Sometimes you're crazy when I wonder why. I'm such a baby because the dolphins make me cry. Well, there's nothing I can do than looking for a girl like you.
0: So beautiful, number one. Thank you. Number two, I was was thinking you were going to go to the Tangled Up in Blue line.
1: I didn't have enough time. We well, got a hard out at seven. That's fair.
0: Because, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Robbie Robertson died today, uh-huh. and he was in the band with Dylan, obviously. And there's the Dylan reference. I thought you were doing the Hootie and the Blowfish to Dylan to the band tribute.
2: Well, I'm tangled oh. up in blue. There we go.
0: I only want to be with you. And that's also a reference to the Miami Dolphins, because the Dolphins do make him cry, and yeah. the NFL season is about to begin. So thank you so much for being both timely and timely. And sensitive to but our the Kennedy needs. Center I'm bringing the a-game I appreciate that Andrew <laughs> Jason how are you I'm good I uh, I was expecting maybe some Oppenheimer music uh, to go along with the barbie music yeah yeah why, I mean, why don't you play some really depressing later. stuff yeah, bud yeah, yeah. let's
3: so play, cry at the Kennedy Center
0: play some a music you are dressed appropriately for summer I am seersucker my favorite
4: is this okay so are these
0: linen pants or? Uh, it's not linen it's oh. not linen it's seersucker okay so it's, it's what's it's the some difference between uh, linen and seersucker. So linen is is lighter. Uh, sure. It's mostly linen cotton. This is something artificial, probably made in the 1960s. Do you feel like it keeps hair. you cool? Somewhat. I mean, the whole thing with seersucker isn't the material. It's the, it's the the rhythm of it. It's it's like there are bumps, so you don't have as much material hitting your Please skin. Please go on about the rhythm of material. <laughs> <laughs> the thing we've all been saying, all the it's people. They're the weave of it, uh, if you will. They're, the, all the, this is why it looks. Uh, it's, it's probably giving somebody like. Uh, vertigo on the on oh the yes for sure yeah this is not doing I, what I did, no.
3: <laughs> it's uh, reminding me of like a fancy Colonel Sanders yes and then I'm also wondering do you go to a dry cleaner because you can't wash this
0: I do though you do know. go to a dry cleaner or you I don't do, wash I do, them? I do go to a dry cleaner I don't dry clean this because it's not wool so it, it, it doesn't shrink, is so it's I, don't shrink. Yeah, I don't what understand I don't understand so is, do you wash this is, yeah okay just in the washing machine but not the coat yeah that seems wrong. That's crazy. I, I You're do a it. wild man. I know. I mean, like this is the wildest thing I can think
3: of. My wildest. Anecdote Putting I can come stuff up in with. a washing machine. You crazy. <laughs> I,
0: I <laughs> didn't want to tell people oh your bad. job because it might turn people off right away. Thank you very much. So I mean, you, you can tell people. Soften them up with the, the fabric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and fashion uh, show. Yes. What What is your job? Uh, I'm the editor in chief of uh, CQ Roll Call. Now, does that make you happy or sad? <laughs> I, I so I get to do what I like most of the time. Which is what. Uh, be a journalist well, yeah, but you're the editor. So is that a journalist or is that just like a pain in the heck? Well, I mean I did have this secret desire to go to a lot of meetings when I was a kid. Yeah So <laughs> I, I, I do I do you know, I get both I get to both be something the socially responsible I think you know fighting for the first amendment, ki- you know speaking truth to power now not and every, go to meetings Not everyone believes that you're actually doing a good thing. How do you feel about those people? Uh, the, Keep the, it clean. The, yeah, <laughs> um, I that's the great thing, you know. they, they, uh, they can think what they want. I, I have a job to do, I try not to think about it, especially when they're throwing rocks and things. Have you been uh, pelted with rocks yet? I have not. Okay, but you will be going to the next year's conventions. Probably. That's a, that's yeah. a good high probability of rocks. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the most nervous I've actually been, aside from January 6th, uh, I was not at the Capitol, but I did have a team there uh, that I was very worried about, and we everybody got out safe and unharmed. But was was in 2016, and uh, specifically not even in the conventions, although Cleveland was a little scary at times. Uh, but in Iowa, uh, during the caucus season, I went to a couple of rallies, and it was, uh, it was, a, little, it was a little weird. When I first uh, booked you for this, I was like, we're going to talk about August recess, <laughs> and now I just want to talk about scary stuff, and I'm right. so sorry. Well, you opened with Nazis. I, so. I'm, well, yeah. Blues Brothers has been around for a long time. People love that movie. It's a comedy. Thank you. Um, Let's get serious stuff out of the way really quick. Are you planning on sending people to, obviously you're gonna send people to the Iowa caucuses next year. Are you intentionally sending fewer people, more people for security reasons? How are you approaching this compared to 2016? Uh, I mean, the security thing, we try to make sure that people actually, we we do engage in training, um, trauma training, which was new. Uh, It was not a thing that we thought as much about uh, previous to 2016. Um, But we're not cutting back, you know, for any kind of security reasons or whatever. We may send fewer people just because we don't know how competitive it's going to be. It doesn't really seem like a very competitive race at this point. Are you planning on going? Because I know that you've gone in the past. I I have. I've gone to Iowa. I've I've been to the – actually, a couple years ago, this time this time – oh, four years ago, uh, I went to the state fair, which actually was a lot more engaging. Sure. Because more – you know, before the race gets baked in, you actually see people in their – you know, trying to sell themselves, yeah. trying to like interact with people at the state fair and eat pork chops at the same time. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, so del- delicate balance. Um, and uh, I, I, I really enjoyed that. I don't know if I'm gonna be going to the caucuses or not because I wanna make sure that my, my presence there would be sort of superfluous. I'd rather have people who are, you know, shooting photographs, talking to the, can you know, talking I, can to I the candidates. Can I ask you
1: something? Because I don't really understand what a caucus is. So, because on Project Runway, Tim Gunn was like, the <laughs> Earth?
0: can we caucus? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when does it gets together politics? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's a place where you gather in a hall and you can bribe people with cookies for their vote.
3: Oh, but not pork chops? Because that got me.
0: It, it's, I mean, you can, depending on how, many, how small the venue is and how, what their grill capacity is, but oh. cookies transport more easily, especially in the winter.
3: That's so smart. That's so this me. is like a hot
0: dish situation. Who has ever got the best hot dish is probably going to advance. Like crock pots? Yeah, most of the time, yeah. You know hot dish?
3: Well, no, I was gonna ask because Iowa. Is, aren't you guys known for like, I'm not saying that you're from Iowa, but they're known for like casseroles and stuff, right? Yeah, hot dish. With like marshmallows and like chicken in it. Sure. As I'm long actually as not making that As up. long as, as it's
0: white, thing. we'll eat it, is what we're saying. Oh, that's wild. Business. White it, marshmallows, white like, chicken, I'll <laughs> eat it. It's teenager food, it's, it's 2D beige. Do, do you have to that's watch your insane.
1: journalistic integrity when you're being sort of with the crock pot dishes how you're going to report the story because you're like she really did have the best casserole. Exactly.
0: I I, I can I'm I I try to eat beforehand. <laughs> What's the best thing you've ever had at a state fair? Ooh, that is kind of tough. Um, I mean uh, honestly the simplest thing, you know, is is at the Iowa State Fair that I had, which I really really liked was just simply like the grilled pork chops that they do sure. right there. I mean yeah, it's yeah. simple. So good. Pork chops on a stick? It's on a stick? It's hard to beat. A on a
3: stick? On a stick with the bone in it too that's crazier
0: wouldn't the bone be the stick <laughs> well you want to you don't you don't want to get it all the juice there. Is there them. any sauce on there the, like, yeah is there spirit. any sauce there's a side jus you, you can an iowa sauce is it but white it's, it's so good it's so succulent white gravy. <laughs> it's, it's do so they serve white answer her there? do they serve they white gravy have, with the pork chops is
3: it fried The gravy? Yeah, is
0: the gravy grilled? Uh, didn't. I don't remember gravy, it's I guess you're not a real journalist. (laughs) Where was your editor? Who's gonna edit the editor? (laughs) Who watches The Watchers? Do you expense that? If it's for lunch, yes. If it's for lunch and you're writing about it and it makes it, do you ever? But no
3: breakfast pork chops with gravy? But I'm
0: not voting. Well that's because you don't believe in democracy. We've already established (laughs) this. (laughs) Because you're a journalist. Um, Do you ever write food into a story so you can expense it? Uh, I think I probably have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just nice. smart. Yes. Yeah, to not I mean, do so would just be a bad writer. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, w- at one point, um, uh, you know, a, a friend of mine, a former colleague, uh, Warren Rojas, and I, he's at the Messenger now. Uh, used to be a eater. Used to be at Roll Call. We actually did a tour of all of the cafeterias in the Capitol complex nice. to rank them to to see who had the best food. Who's, who's got the, the bo- worst? Yeah. Who's the worst?
3: So. That's the most important. So
0: I, I, I don't feel like I'm kicking anybody while they're down because the vendor is, is since gone, but there was a cafeteria in the Ford building, okay. uh, which is sort of off to the side. And it was particularly um, not great. Is there anyone that is so good it makes you want to go to the Capitol? Yeah, there, there's actually like a, there's a coffee shop called Cups on yes. the Senate side, sure. and, mm. and they have a, actually a really nice hot bar. Yeah, uh,
3: Where they open they on January 6th.
0: Uh, they were not so wow. so uh, here's e- the thing like no, that makes sense. January 6 is typically a, a sleepy day um. uh, For of ca- for counting electoral votes. There's not that much that is open uh, mm-hmm. at a, I, I should say again. I wasn't there so I don't mm-hmm. think that you keep saying that I don't know if yeah. I believe you buddy um, <laughs> I'm trying to do a clean show here. I'm really trying, <laughs> but I don't want to anyways uh, speaking of quiet August Yes. It's, it's recess yes. in Washington, D.C. Um, we were talking about this, it was like five weeks of seemingly nothing going on, and it's weird being, I'm not from here, I've been here long enough to understand the situation, but it's very weird here every August, because it feels like everyone's gone. And I understand that, like, yes, there are college towns and stuff like that, but college towns usually have new students coming in, and they're 18 to 22. It's not people whose entire livelihoods are based here and come back here, right. in theory, forever. So. How should a lifelong D.C. resident approach August recess, other than leaving town? Go to all the restaurants you can't normally get into. What's your favorite restaurant to go to during recess? Ooh. Keep in mind it's like 90 degrees outside and it's like 623 in the night. Right, which so is yeah, n- not comfortable. Although, as, as we discussed uh, before the show, I was in Phoenix in July for, uh, you know, sort of- Stop bragging. 120 degrees, <laughs> so everything is relative, even 88 degrees and, and humid. Um, uh, honestly, like, I really, I mean, the, the neighborhood that I live I live in Capitol Hill, um, I really like this little, like, Italian coffee shop called Radici. They have a really nice porch. It's very cool. It's its about 10, 15 degrees cooler than normal because it just has nice shade. It's a nice place to get a sandwich, a cup of coffee. It's its very easy. It's very nice to go. That to. is beautiful. Anything to do besides food? I mean... I didn't realize we'd be so food heavy, but yeah. it's, it, uh, that's no, silly of me. it's dinner no. time. No. Yeah. It is dinner time. I mean I really I really love going into Rock Creek Park. I mean like on hikes, on bike rides, just whatever because it's again 10 15 degrees cooler. I like getting kind of nice and sweaty and sure. just like That's the Phoenix run- in right? Yeah, running around just it's just a great like th- we have this beautiful park right in the middle of the city. Is it too beautiful? I'm not. <laughs> 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 yes, it is. It's too beautiful. We should put some more cell phone towers in it. How long have you been in DC? Uh, it's since 1998 except for two years in West Virginia when I was uh, teaching with the AmeriCorps program. Are you glad you're still here? Yeah. Is there anywhere else in the country or world you'd rather be? Uh, this is tough because I visited my stepson earlier this uh, summer in Denmark and mm-hmm. he's uh, going to uh, this 10-week program in Copenhagen. Uh, and that's a, a city I think that is just literally made for me. It's it's. Bicycling and there's lots of music and there's lots of beer and food and people watch movies all the time. So it's kind of my place, but I don't know if I'd want to live there necessarily. Um, I mean, I I do miss Arizona at times, but I don't know if I want to live there full time. You know, see, it's one too good. <laughs> it's not melting. It's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I so I grew up just north of, of Phoenix, about 100 miles north, and it is cooler there, uh, and it's it's you know it, it's a little more rural. Uh, I like it, but I don't want to live there all the time. I think yeah. I, I feel like I want to live in a couple places. And right now, I've got DC, and I've still got family in Arizona. That's really nice. What's the one thing people should do in Copenhagen besides do all the things like drink beer and watch <coughs> movies and hang out, which you could do in theory everywhere in the world? So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. I didn't realize um, Copenhagen was uh, the only place that had those cool is, delicacies. Hea- o- <laughs> <laughs> um, I I really uh, enjoy. It. There's this place uh, that. F- Copenhagen's set up like a, f- a finger of a, a an outspread hand and each one of these like shoots has like green space a lot of old industrial space like has been converted to like you know Copenhagen sounds a, a lot like Michigan is a state it's a mitt <laughs> it's a hand it's there's a, hand. a former <laughs> industrial space that's lots now of, not lots of beer drinking yeah, yeah. they got um, movies there <laughs> I hear people hang out um, Clown Posse and Kid Rock you got both sides of the spectrum Wow. yeah so original very different
3: come original uh, actually
0: <laughs> they're <laughs> Omaha
3: 311 Omaha. is Omaha. It's, it's there, oh, you right. got
0: to see Beyonce in Omaha and then go to the 311 bar. We went through a 311 show. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> That's just a smart idea. Yeah. Have you, you seriously, now that I, yeah, let's go. You and me <laughs> and the two kids, they're going to love it.
3: Nick Hexum will be there. It's going to be awesome. Do you know Nick Hexum's wife's name? Nikki. Nikki.
0: Nikki and Nick Hexum, and they used to own an island together. That's a fact. Look it up. Man, being rich sounds Why did why'd lit. they sell it? They made money. They wanted more money. Yeah. I don't know. What do you need an island for? What kind of weirdo are you? Man, Anyways,
3: that's that's poor logic. I'm judging <laughs> people that own <laughs>
0: islands now. I stand by that. I completely interrupted you, and you're not Michigan tangent. Uh, go ahead. Yes. Uh, so there is this. There's this spot called Ruffin, and it's a it's a converted like industrial space that's now a beach, and food stalls, and a brewery, and you can ride bikes there. And it's you go through this place, uh, this, this part of of, Den- of Copenhagen called uh Christianson and it's just a it's an awesome ride and then you get to hang out and just you know like swim that's I mean, so the great. harbor it's it's so nice there that like the in the harbor that you can actually swim there now you can swim in their harbor you could swim in the Anacostia now
1: I just uh, did before the show thank you uh, wow yeah
0: you can
3: did you know that there are aliens
1: in the Anacostia maybe what kind of aliens <laughs> are you referring to <laughs> Are we getting political again? I knew they were releasing documents wondering. by the day here. I didn't know it went as this locally as our own Are rivers. they in is this Copenhagen? The, is this the
0: UFO uh, hearings that we, or the Congress was having? They let, let the witnesses loose? I think Anacostia? that's what it, right. Yeah. I didn't know the river came up in it. Though. Is there consensus now that Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 was right about everything? Everything. And is yeah. that weird? Is that a weird thing to acknowledge as an adult man, to say Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 was right about everything? I you think know. a
1: lot of those guys were casting a wide net. It's like fair, the broken fair. clock is
0: right twice, That's Yeah, fair. I think. All right. <laughs> you know what? I respect that, and I respect you, Jason. Yeah. Jason, you got anything to plug? Any future January 6th we should know about until we avoid town? <laughs> <laughs> no. You uh, seem to be uh, in the know. You said you weren't there. <laughs> no. Several times, But You actually. had your people there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that, man. Uh, I'll just I'll put in a uh, shameless plug for my own podcast, uh, Political Theater. It's on iTunes and all that. Uh, my last podcast was with Steve James. You may remember from, from, Hoop, Dreams. from Hoop Dreams. Oh, my gosh. He uh, he did a, a movie called A Compassionate Spy, which is about one of Oppenheimer's colleagues at Los Alamos who leaked uh, nuclear secrets to the Soviets. And it's a documentary. It's actually a really good movie. Steve James is very... Very nice guest. Very good conversation. I feel horrible because I haven't listened to it, yet. and I usually listen to the show. Did you guys talk at all about his? Uh, I think it was a Nat Geo series uh, that uh, it was all about Chicago before the pandemic and then post pandemic. We didn't. We didn't it get was a chance. Yeah. That was maybe. Yeah. It was so good. It was honestly my favorite thing I saw on all television in 2021. I can't remember the name of it. He was. He was great though. He's. He's a great like. He's just. A gr- he seems like a great like human as well as yeah. a good artist. I want to thank you for your time. I'm glad I know you. Thanks for having me, Brandon. This is what's gonna happen. He's gonna walk off stage. Haywood C- Turnip C Jr. is gonna come on stage. We're gonna clap for these gentlemen and Andrew Bucket's gonna play. Ladies and gentlemen, please Woo! put your hands together for Jason Dick. <laughs> She's on the side while well, my ego
1: becomes a funky child with some words in my tongue. Be like in, take a breath and my mouth is blue. And it's got in my spit, a dream awesome. of juice. Have awesome. you ever made out in a dark hallway and this place to kiss that made the day and say, play Get a track, track from your, your record collection. Cool. George, oh, congratulations! Drink a lot of beer, some,
2: some. Know that you have always been down, down. If I ever did anything to
1: you, then just let me do it now, now, now. now.
0: Wow, that is playing one of hip hop's greatest songs. Andrew yeah. Bucket,
4: bouquet. I did bouquet. that for memory
1: from eighth grade. That was really good. That was, <laughs> that
3: was
5: really good. That's <laughs> like the best <laughs> thing
3: that's ever happened. Honestly, just in the show now. Sorry, Haywood. No worries. I
1: All on piano. I That's to practice it. I was like, that nah, I'll just do three eleven from the dump. That's so good. Hey, Heywood. Was that off the top?
4: Yeah. That was a f- <laughs> off the tippy. Heywood. <laughs> Heywood to
0: Jr. I love having you on the show. I love having you in my life. We do a segment on the show called Color Commentary because people love to talk about race relations.
4: <laughs> you saw what you got, right? Race, religion, and politics. What are we talking about tonight? Today we are talking about. Hip hop.
0: What?
4: Started Is that because you heard a great hip hop song
0: just now by Andrew Bucket?
4: I heard it and it was like, I was inspired. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I'm gonna take your vibe, add it to my vibe, and we're gonna make a collab. <laughs> what? And the audience got that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Go ahead, Kennedy Center.
0: So, <laughs> I was like, I want to try to do the show clean, blah, blah blah. And then Haywood's like, What do you want to talk about? I'm like, I would definitely want to talk about 50 years of hip hop. And I look at who's coming. I'm like, Oh, Clips is coming. So we could just talk about cocaine trade the entire <laughs> time, and it'd be fine. Pusher's very good. Clips, Clips is very. That's not a knock on Clips. I'm a big fan. I'm just. Okay.
4: They may not. Pusher T and Malice are two members of the Clips. And they're if here. If you know what a pusher is, then you understand why that is and hilarious. And they're
3: also local. They're from Virginia. Virginia yeah, the local Beach. cocaine
4: trade.
3: It's still, Let's go with it. Let's no, go
4: they with don't. it. Hey, they swim in Anacostia. They're, they're gonna Virginia. swim in Anacostia to get here. <laughs> Why
0: did you want to talk about 50 Years of Hip-Hop?
4: Because uh, we are at the point where 50 Years of Hip-Hop will be official two days from now. Friday, August 11th, is the birth date of Uh, hip-hop. Well, we'll say um, uh, 49 years and 363 days ago uh, in a little-known place called The Bronx, New York City. August 11th, at a a, a site, 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, DJ Cool Herc put on a back-to-school party. Well, he DJed at what was a back-to-school party, AKA known as a community gathering, and that was the beginnings of what we now know as the culture of hip-hop music, which is probably one of the most dominant forces of music that uh, exists today. Yep. And one of the most dominant cultures, because it's not just the music, it's a culture.
0: I feel like it's a loaded question to like, how has it affected your, impacted your life? But it, it's very difficult to imagine the world without it.
4: The world, as we know, it wouldn't be the same. The world our children are gro- growing up in are, is a de- direct reflection of what hip-hop is. What we're doing right here, right now, just this, you put your show together, yeah, yeah. it is an independent idea that is a very hip-hop thing to do.
0: So what you're never mind.
4: <laughs> so what you're saying is, Brandon, you can be considered. I'm the personification of hip hop. You look more like a hip hop manager, but. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm the guy that steals the money from the artist.
4: I will take it. I will take yeah. it. I will take it. We call those benefactors. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I mean, that's that's what it is, right? So uh, with the culture of hip hop, so you had the DJ, you have the MC you have graffiti artists, you have break dancers, and that is the fifth element, which is knowledge, right? Bringing the knowledge of hip hop, knowledge of self, knowledge of the art form, knowing who you are, knowing 311 off the top of the dome. (laughs) All of that is hip hop. Like before hip hop, it was rock and roll that was probably the dominant cultural force of the era. And we are the children of that movement, but also you throw in jazz, you throw in blues, you throw in these things that are uniquely American created art forms, hip hop follows that line. It's
0: weird when I like a hip-hop artist that's not from America. Mm -hmm.
4: It's very weird. Like, I still remember
0: when Dizzy Rascal came out and The Streets Mm. came out in, like, 2002. I'm like, I really like this, but, like, is this weird? Should I not like this? Because it sounds awkward.
4: You know what I mean? No, I do, but see, that's what I love about it because it gives us... Other people, other groups, other areas, other places throughout the world have embraced this art form. Like, I go to Japan, and you hear hip-hop, and you see hip-hop everywhere. I mean, the sneaker craze, the shoe craze grew right there. So, when I hear hip-hop, reggaeton, hip-hop. Sure, sure. Afro-pop, sure. hip-hop. So, when I hear someone else's take on what the hip-hop generation has said and is saying, I'm like, that is the beauty of art forms like music, because it is not uh, homogenous. Is that the word? Sure. Homogeneous?
0: But you could tra- <laughs> but the difference is that genre, you could trace it all back yeah. to like one specific point. That's not the case for jazz for the most part. It's too big and wide at this point. It's like a hundred-year-old art form.
4: Well, you can. You can trace it back to Bowdoin. You can trace it back to New Orleans. You can even trace it sure. back to the slave era. I mean, same thing with hip-hop. You can trace it back to the drum. Yeah. You can trace it all the way back to the griot, the person telling the story. Shout out to those who have walked the earth before us. Um, I say that to say that's the art form that it's in. It was just utilized in a different way thanks to different technologies or the lack of technology. Hip-hop literally is born out of Reaganomics and Reagan era politics, which took art out of schools, which took music out of schools, and then you start seeing kids tagging on walls, throwing graffiti on walls, and now that is art in some of the greatest places. You see breakdancing, I remember getting in trouble for breakdancing on the corner. Next year in 2024 Olympics in Paris, yeah. breakdancing will be a sport that can be quantified, right? And it's got Polish kids, you know what I mean? It's beyond. It's, it's Come on. It's Beyonce. That's brilliant. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's actually funny. I was thinking, you know, we were talking about the clips and how hip-hop and them taking out of schools. And remember the beat from the clips literally came from them beating on tables. Yep.
4: Yep. That's yep. brilliant. So you take what you have. Brilliant. You take what you use and then you flip it. You, what's Missy saying. you take it, flip it, and reverse it. And that's what you hear when you hear Dizzy Rascal going, oh, I hear you, I feel you. Oppression isn't unique to America. You know, you have... What? <laughs> and <he laughs> and neither the... are Air Force Ones.
5: Andy says it like this. Yeah, that's why I'm like, <laughs> I like oh, this.
4: Boy. Is this a
0: joke? It's not a joke. Okay, I have what, to readjust what? my... Ear. No. <laughs> take me seriously. When you say mate sincerely, I'm a throne of... I don't know what to do with that. What to do, Mike You Which have children. Okay. You have children, I have children. Do your kids like anyone, specifically hip hop performers, that you're like, I don't like this person?
4: Uh, I mean, they like music. I don't, I'm don't. i like, okay, I can't get into it because it's just not my tune, but I, I, I mean, I did. Name one. Like, that they like? Yeah. But they're, still, they're still fairly young, so. Like, there's, there's a couple of songs, I don't know, Blueface? I don't wanna diss nobody, though, right? I do. Well, we can't Paw Patrol <laughs> <them>. is garbage. <laughs>
5: all
0: of, all of things from Paw Patrol, that's just toys. It's not good. Yeah. Yo Gabba Gabba is is Yo the Yo Gabba is great. Is like that great. And they, great. And
4: God bless the dead, Biz Marquis, most deaf, were on Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba's great. Quite okay. often, Biz used to do Biz's, Biz's beat beat of, of the, the day. day. Yeah, he's on every episode. It's amazing. Him so, do, so yeah, to answer your question, do my kids like music that I don't care for? Exactly. I'm, I'm I'm sure, but I don't listen to it so.
0: You, do you drown it out or do you turn it off? <laughs> uh, I don't know.
4: I, I really don't know because I don't hear it, so okay. I probably drown it out. Is that yeah, right? Are
3: your kids old enough for Gracie's Corner?
4: Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. They that do that. They do that.
3: Gracie's corn is okay. Gracie's corn is pretty good. It's okay. Big Frida's on Br- Gracie's corn. Big Frida. Corn.
4: Big Frida's everywhere though. Big
3: Frida. Bellson. Big Frida.
0: Bellson. So I played my kid the original, from the 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 sample that Break My Souls from, it's from a 2013 Berger Feeder song, yeah. Explode, and he's like, I don't like this. I'm like, what's wrong with you? This is a great song. Anyways, uh, four-year-olds don't like being told, what's wrong with you? This is a great song, is what I'm learning, they even though I'm clearly right.
3: Yeah, wonder where the kid got that I don't
0: attitude
4: know. from. It's wild. Yeah. This,
3: the, the, this, your favorite <laughs> song doesn't exist
0: without this song. You have to show this song respect. You, you know what that kid yeah. is
4: doing? Fighting the power. <laughs> nice. You are public enemy number one in his eyes. And that's what I love about it, that's what I love about it. I mean, that's that's what I think. I think that that, that it can go past us, and it should. What do you hope
0: happens over the next year when it comes to hip-hop?
4: I like, um, this is a weird place to be in, right? Because now we, look, we really are seeing the commercialization of hip-hop. I'm seeing hip-hop in places where I've never seen it. Um, Smithsonian, this weekend, we'll have a hip-hop block party at the yeah. National African American yeah. History Mu- Mu- National Museum of African American History and Culture. I need mm-hmm. to say that correctly. They will be having a hip-hop block party. Um, which is, like, amazing. But I remember getting in trouble for block parties yeah. and stuff like that, and like, mm-hmm. being, you know, ran off and like, you can't do that. So, not just that. It's seeing it in commercials. It's seeing it in Paris at the Olympics. There's that part of it where I remember my folks hearing Beatles songs and Nike commercials and going, This is not the revolution we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't supposed to be televised. Well, now we're flipping Gil Sky Heron on his ear saying the revolution will be televised. And here's the truth. What do we have to show? So what I do hope is that the elders of hip-hop, folks like myself who are on the cusp of 50, and you have right now like LL Cool J doing his Rock the Bells, and you have uh, the Roots to have their Roots picnic. Um, you have Beyonce out there doing what she does, which has elements of hip-hop, seeing as how her husband is one For of sure. the greatest MCs alive, um, who is also uh, at his lyrics uh, presented at the brooklyn library mm-hmm. so what i would love to see are more collaborations between these type of spaces like the clips coming here like timberland coming here and being in conversation wale um and and uh, other institutions artistic institutions that have actually shunned this art form embrace it for what it is as it is don't try to change it don't try to water it down don't try to sugarcoat because we already have that we already have diggum smacks hip-hop you that's enough of that you know what i'm saying let's let it be what it is, as raw as it is, and let the youth have it and take it to where they want it to go.
0: It is weird that it's five years away from hip-hop being AARP eligible.
4: <laughs> it's weird that I'm five years away from Yeah. <laughs> it's also weird being
0: this we, our ages and these people still look great. Yeah. Like yeah. LL Cool J looks amazing. Yeah. b c Bo- The surviving Beastie Boys look yeah. good. It's very yeah. weird. Money. And yes, it's obviously money, <laughs> but it's obviously money. <laughs> but it's still—it's just jarring to think of like what a 55-year-old hip-hop artist or 55-year-old musician looked like 30 years ago. Well,
4: we're looking at the Rolling Stones, right? Yes. And then you're looking at Jagger and those fat folks, and uh, uh, with the Beatles, who I mentioned earlier, they looked as their ages. Yes, and that, there's no And, they, right and, with and they, I don't know because Mitch McConnell and and, and um, what's his name? Uh, what's the, what's, the, what's his name? Mick Jagger. They close. They close in age. They're about the same age. And I've never right. seen uh, Mick Jagger just stand there. <laughs> you don't know that, I yes. know. Uh, I've seen him move. That's yeah, what he does, moves, <laughs> like moves like Jagger. you got to have the moves like Jagger. So, uh <laughs> somebody said his, uh, his avatar wasn't working at All day. I'm saying is Tom Petty <laughs> looked his age. Tom Petty, yeah. And
0: I love Tom Petty. Tom Petty looked his age the entire time.
4: Like he had been dancing with Mary Jane for a long time. You know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Cool J still looks amazing. Like he's not free-falling. That's all. Heyo, uh, see what I did there. That was great. All right, lots of drug references. <laughs> hey, but it kept me clean though. <laughs> yeah, you did. And yeah. he said, make sure you do it clean. So I took a I shower before No, no, him. no. no. <laughs> I didn't
5: say
0: make sure you keep it clean. I said I'm going to try.
4: Which was a, a way of saying, hey, would be clean. No, took, no, no, no. You're I took nev- a whole shower.
0: You're never the issue. I'm the issue. I know that. I'm no, the problem. You're all right. I'm you, the you, problem you, child
4: here. You could be dirty because they're like, look at what he's doing for that black man. <laughs> oh my God. Look at the opportunity he's given him. Was that too much? Was that too, <laughs> <laughs> too much? Was well, that too right. much? Okay, I can't help but looking out these windows and being reminded. Uh, <laughs> but that's the hip hop in me. Yeah. You want to plug anything? Uh, do I want for myself or for hip hop? Whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so for me, uh, you can to always shady forty five on XM. <laughs> mm, no. no, what? No, I'm not. I'm not that guy. Um, <laughs> but I will be doing a back to school event next August seventeenth. In Rockville area, Cabin John's. As a matter of fact, it's at Cabin John's uh, Park. So if you're up in that area and you got people going back to school, this will be a back to school event for those folks. Also, August—I'm April, thinking April—August 12th, which is this Saturday, I'll be over at Covenant House in Southeast DC, off Mississippi Avenue, for another back to school event. Uh, you see how many—see back- how many clean shows I do. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, August 19th, I'll be hosting in Bethesda at a place called Rock Bot. You know what? My name is Haywood Turnham C. Junior. If you like what you're hearing, find me on those interwebs. You can see me. You can find me on Facebook. and You can find me on Instagram. I'm no longer on. What is it? You would think I would X. be on a platform called X, but I don't like the way. Yeah. You why do Why
0: aren't you on? <laughs> why aren't you on the guy that's from South uh, South Africa? He's completely not problematic. Why don't you want to support his platform? I mean, and he
4: named it X, and I was like, "You just trying me now, son." Yeah. And then I was like, "I gotta go." I gotta go, so I left that platform. Um, you know. So yeah, you can, you, I, you, can, you can have my Google Voice number if you want. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Heywood,
0: you're fantastic. Thank you Thank for doing you. this. Before we play Heywood off and get Johnny up or Allison, do you have anything you want to plug?
3: Um, no, but I'm awesome. Uh, you That's can it. follow me yeah. on the internet. Oh, um, really quick. This is this is
0: Omaha. important. Oh, we need to get this not. out there. When is the Omaha date uh, for Beyonce?
3: October 1st.
4: October 1st. That seems very doable. Yeah unique to Omaha that is the birthplace of Malcolm X so you can go to Malcolm, I Malcolm love X historical that. site you can check all the So
3: my Venmo and Cash app is <laughs> Allie Blah Blah. A-L-L-I-E-B-L-A-B-L-A-H. A-
5: right. Sugar you, Daddy's. Have,
0: you have, is, it, is hot dogs in the background or is that your old that ex is, That's my old ex I apologize. we don't we
3: don't know we don't even know her but yeah okay. again Venmo Cash app Zell Yeah 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 that's October like 1st my, October please
0: 1st. fund Allison's trip to see uh, Malcolm X 311 and
4: yeah, Beyoncé the trifecta. That's eclectic. That is Omaha's finest. That's we, America. That's very American. That's, more, that's the dream there. You know what? It makes me want to go to Iowa. <laughs> Went to a state Pork fan. chops. <laughs> <laughs> no pork chops.
0: I'm going to plug Pork Chop, who's a fantastic drag artist. You might know uh. from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> uh, this is what's going to happen. We're going to clap for Allison, and we're going to clap for Haywood, and Andrew Bucket's going to play a little bit while Johnny Graves sets up. Does that sound good? Woo. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Haywood Church Jr. and Allison Lane.
5: Woo!
0: Girl, you're my angel,
2: you're my darling angel. Closer than my peeps you are to me, baby. Shorty, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. Girl, you're my friend when I'm in need.
0: That was so dumb. I loved it. Thank you so much. Andrew, you're so talented. I'm just completely sincere right now. Thank you for being you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Kennedy Center. Bob, thank you for putting up with all this wreckage. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks to Allison. Thanks to Vanessa. Thanks to Frank. Thanks to Esther. Thanks to all the people that come here. It's very, very nice to be able to do something here. It means a lot. Thank you for all that you do. That's completely sincere. And are you ready to play? Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure. Please put your hands together for Johnny Grave, everybody.
6: When our four crew aboard, And our trust and love Oh, come and in and be On a wing and a break or a show What a fight
5: The
6: Boys, we're in, in the dark For the night Without a single parachute to make it to their rendezvous, I'm coming in, baby, yes, on a wing and a prayer. Though there's one motor gone, yes, we can still carry on. They're coming in they're on a wing and a prey. Or the shore, yeah, or the fire. Bed. The boys we really hit a target for the night. Though there's one. Motor gone, we can still carry on. It's coming in, babe, on a wing and a prayer. Coming in, babe, on a wing and a prayer. So much. My name is Johnny Grave. Uh, I'm from here. Uh, I think one of the one of my earliest memories was the uh, instrument petting zoo here at the uh, Kennedy Center Open House when I was four, five years old. Um, ten years later, I saw a guy named Robert Lighthouse play on either this stage or that stage, one of the two Millennium stages. Amazing slide guitar player. And I decided that's that's what I want to do. But 10 years after that, I was playing here. Uh, that, that song that I played was, was not one that I wrote back in the 1940s. I, I wish that I wrote that in the 1940s. Um, I did write this one. This is, uh, this is called Paris, 1947. Ten years ago, when I was 25, I got an email around this time of year from Brandon Weatherby and he said we're going to be doing a You, Me, Them, Everybody recording in Philadelphia. We're going to do it with Andrew Bucket, with me, with you hopefully, and with Adam Friedland. And we got in a car. They, They picked me up at 10 in the morning. We drove out to... Philadelphia. Before I got in the car, Adam Friedman looked at me and said, you know what I want to do, Johnny? I said, what? What, what do you want to do, Adam? He said, I want to get in the pit and try to love someone. So that's <laughs> Michigan tying it back all together there. Things were different then. Uh, things were very different. Obama was into his second term. Weatherby wasn't a dad yet. I didn't understand how taxes worked. But I picked this song up around then, too. This is another old one, super old one. This is from 1928 by a guy named Dick Justice. This is called Won't You Be Kind. I'm so glad that the law got passed. Uptown women got to cut their own grass. So, now won't you be kind to your kitchen? Oh, oh, I mean, your dining room. Sweep out your pantry, honey, won't you be kind? Yes, to keep your backyard clean, to keep your backyard clean. I got a nickel's worth of whiskey and a dime's worth of gin. I'm going to spend a whole dollar to just a look at her grin. Will, won't you be kind to your kitchen? Oh, oh I mean, your dining room. Room. Sweep out your pantry, honey. Won't you be kind to keep your backyard clean? You backyard clean?
5: <laughs>
6: well, I got a nickels with a butter, yes. mom, and a dime's worth a low come on, pretty, baby. See Loving you is hard, well, won't you be kind to your kitchen? Oh, oh I'll in your dining room. Sweep out your pantry, baby, won't you be kind, yes, sir. keep your backyard clean. Say, well, now, won't you be kind, baby, yes, sir. to your kitchen, to keep your backyard clean. Thank you. time for one more. Uh, you, Me, Them, Everybody is a podcast that Brandon now does whenever he feels like it. Uh, you can find out more about it on the internet. Haywood C Jr. is phenomenal and you can catch him at the block parties. I, I wanna go to Cabin John, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to Jason, thank you to Andrew, thank you to the Kennedy Center. This is a, This is. Uh, how many of you, uh, this, this is your first time here. How many? Fabulous. Welcome to D.C., welcome to the Kennedy Center. Uh, don't forget to check out the roof. Fabulous view. I'm gonna send you all home with the Mississippi John Hurt song.
4: Well, make
6: me down pallet on your floor. Make me down pallet on your floor. Make me down baby, pallet soft and low. I'm going up the country about twenty-five weeks or more Going up about twenty-five weeks or more I'm going up that country by the cold, there in the snow No telling how much further I may go Now won't you make me a pallet on your floor Make me a pallet on your floor Make me pay instead of pallet soft and low Make it where good man never go. Don't you let my good girl catch you here. Let my good girl catch you here. Might shoot and stab you, mama, she might cut the scar too. I'm not telling what they want, they do. Now, won't you make me a pallet on your floor? Make me a pallet on your floor. Make me a pallet, on a down soft and low. Make it where good, man, it'll go.
0: are gonna get good. Uh, So good, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was cool doing that show in Philadelphia. It was you, me, Bucket, and Adam Friedland. I wonder what happened to that guy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming out. We'll be back here one day if everyone says nice things about us. Thank you to Bob, thank you to Allison. We've hit our marks. Good night everybody, have a good
5: one.